When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, what's going on, fantasy football family? Off the Line Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 38. It's your boy Eugene. Follow me at Fantasy Genes at G-E-N-E-S. Now, you can also follow our official Twitter handle, Off the Line FF. And of course, I'm joined with my host, the other host of the show, Ike. How you doing? How you feeling today, boy? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Um, it's it's draft season. It is draft season. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So we we're starting to see a couple of you know a lot of home league drafts kick off over the over within the next couple of days. I'm excited. I know you're excited. I know we yeah. have a couple of drafts that we're going to be in together. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see, we're going to see who uh, <laughs> who comes out on top. Who comes out on top? Yeah. Who wins the draft? Right? Because everybody has. Oh yeah, your team's trash. Oh no, your team's trash. I got the best <laughs> team, right? They think they think they won the league by by winning the draft, but that, as we've seen in in the you know in the in in, in the past, it's not necessarily how things work. So, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's gonna it's an exciting time. You know, preseason's in full swing. It's about to be over. Uh, I think all the starters are probably not going to play this next this next game. And so yeah, um, it, it's it's a really really exciting time, and also. Like we were talking about before the show, I got a bunch of these, a bunch of these Dallas hats, this upside yeah, down man. Dallas hats. That was the, that was the highlight of my day. Honestly, that was the highlight <laughs> of my day because I had missed like almost every restock, every single restock. Uh, shout out, shout out to True Brand. Uh, those 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 hats go hard. Um, I'm, I was finally able to snag quite a few uh, today. So yeah, I mean they still have some up um, that are that aren't sold out. If you have a chance, check it out. Um, pretty 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 dope hats. Pretty dope hats. But yeah. That's yeah. I'm I'm feeling great though. Ready to rock. Yeah, man. You know. Also, shout out to Ray for for putting this on because he's been the one Absolutely, that's been rocking them. Yeah, and he, has like, he has like a whole collection. He has like like probably like twenty of them or something. Yeah, something like that. I don't even wear hats like that, but you know, sometimes you know when you get your hair twisted up, it don't come out right. Let me just throw this on real quick so nobody <laughs> don't see me see me lacking out here. So yeah, you can't be caught lacking, man. Can't be caught lacking. <laughs> but like you said, it is re- uh, you know we we in the midst of redraft season, man. So a lot of you know your novice players or people that are really into it, the redraft, you know, we wait until you know the end of preseason, which we are at right now, and you know you want to get the most up to date information as you can before you draft. So here we are. In the midst of it, um, and one of the things that I, that you know I like to preface uh, before we get into talking, get into the the point of the show is which is we're going to be talking about our positional tiers. Is that uh, I just want to emphasize like it's a great exercise for anybody that's you know a little more than novice level in terms of playing this game. Is that you do your own rankings? Like it's a great exercise for you to you know really put your Put who you want to test. You know, sometimes when you go into the draft and you're looking between like three players, 
and you saw like two of them get taken before your pick and now you're scrambling, you know, you can really look at your list is like, okay, is this, if this is the next person, this best available person, do I really want this person? You know, and a lot of times people look at it and they just be like, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't want this person. I actually want this player. Well, yeah. if you, if you do this exercise, then you can really put your, you know, put your, your skis to the test, uh, for a lack of a better word, in terms of like, if you really are like high on this player, then have them higher your list, have them higher in your tiers, and follow your tiers as you go through the draft. You'll feel more prepared, and it puts ownership on yourself. Like you can't go out there, and go on Twitter, and you're blaming some analyst that you've never seen before that's exactly. giving you rankings. <laughs> you're giving them rankings, and you're mad at them when it's your yeah. fault. You're the one that pressed the button. So you press the button, you press panic because you didn't do the education. <laughs> exactly that's, that's, that's on you not them but yeah no have have confidence have conviction um in your in your rankings and in, in your tiers you know at the end of the day like it's it's these are players that you like that you, that you want to get so you know make sure you put in the time you put in the effort uh to, to really understand you know each of these players you know spit, uh, situations and don't just fall in love with the name like you know if you want to fall in love with the name that's cool but make sure you, you understand what comes with that Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a, it, it may be a guy that you're familiar with um, from from seasons past. Oh, he did me well in the past. But, you know, um, things and things and things may have changed this year. So you just have to you have to be prepared for any and all scenarios. And, you know, that's 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 part of that's the name of the game. At the end of the day. Yeah. 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 And like I said, we are going to be going through our positional uh, tiers for quarterback, running back, wide receiver and tight end uh, in this episode. Uh, I know it's a lot of positions could be potentially a lot, but we're going to, you know, highlight you know our top 12, top 18 quarterbacks and then top 24 wide, running backs and wide receivers and then top what 10, 12 tight ends because nobody really cares yeah. outside of the top <laughs> top four or five. Anyway, no, yeah, so. top four or five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we, we jump into that, uh, was there anything like that highlighted you this past weekend, you know, watching some of these preseason games or, you know, any of anything of note for you to take? Gonna stand, gonna stand on this until the the regular season. I think you know where I'm going with this. I am, I am, I'm a little worried. I will say this: I'm a little worried about Antonio Gibson and the, mm-hmm. that running back situation. But a little though, not not overreacting, not not penciling in Brian Robinson as a, as the RB one. I think that's nonsense right now. What I what I do think is happening at this moment is that Antonio Gibson's being punished. He's in the currently in the doghouse. Uh, for you know, for fumbling or you know, early or the first the first preseason game, yes, you know everything that the commanders they've done this off season have signaled that they want someone you know to run the ball. But also, you you could also look at look at another side of it is maybe they they want insurance for Antonio Gibson because Antonio Gibson has been banged up over the last couple of years. You know, he had the shin injury last year, he had a toe injury, in I think his rookie year. So he's had some he's had some injury issues, but still. Back-to-back double-digit touchdown seasons, back-to-back borderline RB one finishes. So the guy, the talent is still there. He's still the most talented guy in that backfield. And you know, I'm I, I, until I see it in the regular season where he's going to be, you know, seeding touches to Brian Robinson and not getting any third-down work, you know, because of JD McKissick. That's when I'll panic. That's when I'll be like, okay, you know what? I'm I'm gonna hold the L. But there's no L to hold right now because it's still preseason. <laughs> there's it's still preseason, but you know, there's there's a couple, there's a little bit of concern creeping into my mind, but not enough for me to to sound the alarms. 
Okay. Uh, at least you're being a little bit flexible. You know, that's one thing that, you know, as a fantasy player that you gotta be, you gotta be flexible when you start seeing. Gotta adapt to new information. So, gotta yep. adapt to new information. Like I, yeah. I'm, I'm 100% on board with that. But at the end of the day, like I'm not going to, you know, going to overreact right now, but there's still a little, there's a little doubt in my mind, little, little, little doubt, just a little bit. Okay. Uh, I know for me watching, a little bit of the the Jags and, and Steelers game, uh, Kenny Pickett looked pretty good. Um, I will definitely will say that. Uh, Mitchell Tabriski, uh, I'm, I'm sure the highlight of his was the the scramble drill that he had where he was, you know, scrambling away from from defenders and you know he kind of like throws a off off uh off, off plateau throw down the sideline going against his his throwing motion and it gets tipped up and gets picked off. And it's just like, this is basically, this is Mitchell Trubisky to the T. So Mitchell Trubisky uh, experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. So a tradition, know, take the ups a and tradition like none other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, outside of that, you know, seeing, you know, Patty Mahomes for a couple drives and I mean, the offense looked pretty good. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he's still, he's still that dude. He's still that dude. Yeah. Look really good. Um, you know, outside of that, just it's preseason. You know, I know what uh, another thing was that I saw Khalil Herbert. He took all the first first team reps in in their preseason game when uh, you know David Montgomery was out. So that's something probably of note. Once we get to you know the real the real thing is that Khalil's definitely going to get get touches in this offense, even with David Montgomery hurt, uh, healthy. So just I just want to keep that in mind for for you know for my my memory banks for sure. And uh, I know one thing I saw on Twitter is that uh, Shanahan came out and said that Trey Lance was going to play the full first half of this last preseason. Just game. saw that. So yeah. I just saw that. That's going to be very interesting how, how, how that shakes, but uh, I guess they, they, they want to make sure that they're, they're fine tuning things before, before the real thing. So yeah, just don't make sure, make sure you keep them out of harm's way. Don't, don't get them hurt. <laughs> Because uh, he, 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 there's there's a lot of high expectations for him in fantasy land, including Man. the two people on this podcast are expecting Man. big things from him. So, uh, yeah. just stay stay safe, slide, get out of bounds, uh, don't take any unnecessary hits, and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but cir- right. circling real quick, just circling back on that, uh, on the on the on the Jaguar Steelers game, um, yeah, back and, and and back on the Steelers, uh, George Pickens, he's gonna be on the field. A lot, right? Yeah. He, he played. I think he played the majority of the first team snaps um, on the outside. Uh, you know, so it's going to be him, Claypool, and, and Deontay in the slot. So yeah. there's going to be, uh, you know, he, he's going to have a lot of opportunity in this offense. Um, you know, this. So it's not just hype. I mean, he's he's played his way into you know starting in three, you know, two three wide receiver sets. Uh, so you know, George Pickens is going to be on the field a lot, and then on the other side, Jacksonville, uh, Travis Etienne is getting all getting all the touches. Uh, so he he looks he looks pretty decent with his you know with the with the touches that he's getting and it's good to see him you know just you know running and, and, and catching passes you know one year removed from that list Frank injury so he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a factor don't know how, how don't know how what we're gonna expect from James Robinson coming up you know coming out from that uh, Achilles injury I think they're gonna probably it would make sense to work to work him in slowly but you know we'll see we'll see what happens with that. And then, um, and then, and shifting gears to Miami Dolphins, uh, Chase Edmonds looked really good. You know, catching passes out of the backfield, put somebody in a spin cycle, caught a couple of passes. So he looks f- firmly entrenched as as the guy in that offense. 
um, you know, for Miami, and especially with uh, Mike McDaniel's rushing scheme, and they're gonna get him. They're gonna get him the ball in space as well. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what how how they deploy Chase Edmonds, and so far it looks looks pretty good to me. Yeah, and that probably makes sense of why in the couple of leagues I have Edmonds and why people have been bombarding my my inbox today <laughs> yesterday i didn't i didn't see the game so i don't know but i'm glad now i really understand yeah. mixed with mixed with the the gaskins being trade rumors that's probably like as soon as i saw that alert i got like two trade like trade requests i was like all right yeah he put somebody in a blender uh the last preseason game put somebody in the blender yeah you gotta you gotta okay. watch the highlights yeah yeah i need to see that oh also going back to that jacksonville game uh, Christian Kirk had like almost forty percent target share in that. Yeah, he had eight targets in the first half. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> Duly draft, noted. Draft Christian Kirk. <laughs> Duly noted. Draft, okay. Draft Christian Kirk. He's he's a he's okay. a cheap wide receiver one um, in fantasy land. So yeah, yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and uh, use a middle round draft pick on him. Yeah. All right. Quarterback t- quarterback tiers is where we're going to start out first. Let me go ahead and get you. Let me go ahead and get your 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 first tier first. Yeah, my tier one is uh, it has four QBs in it: Josh Allen, um, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. Um, when we did this exercise back in February, February, I only had Al- uh, Allen, Mahomes, and Herbert um, in there. I added Lamar Jackson because I think his upside this year is just is just immense um, for that Ravens offense. He's going to be probably running. You know, he he added he added some muscle to you know to withstand some more punishment. He he intends on running the ball a little bit more. Um, Rashad Bateman's due for an, for a breakout season. You know, Mark Andrews was the tight end one last year, so he has him coming back. And then we had some guy, some some guy I think played a couple couple days ago. I think his name is Isaiah Likely. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, and he and he's reports reports uh, reports now are that he's going to be a factor um, this season in that Ravens passing attack because they're that's a, that's a passing attack that star for pass catchers and. You know, Isaiah likely is is uh, is ha- emerged. He looked he looked like a stud out there. I know his athletic profile leaves a lot to be desired, but yep. he's on the field. I mean, he looks a lot faster, a lot more, a lot more athletic than than his uh, his testing numbers would indicate. And so, you know, I, I like Lamar Jackson a lot this year. He is my he's actually my QB two overall over Mahomes and Herbert. So Ooh. just behind behind Josh Allen. So. Yeah, I mean, he 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 already has a QB one finishing on his resume, and there's no yeah. reason to believe that he can't do it again. So, uh, yeah. or he is he's capable of doing it again. So, um, that's that's probably the only change in, in my tier one. What about yours? Okay, all right. So actually, we actually have the same four in our our, our tier one QBs, but mine's in a different order. Mine's Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, for me, you know, Josh Allen, he's He's finished QB one the last two years. I, I mean, the offense is still going to be throwing the ball a lot, I think. So I, I have no reason not to have him here. Yeah. Uh, no, Justin brainer. Herb. <laughs> yeah. Justin Herbert, you know, he finished QB two in his second season in the NFL. I think the, the, you know, the environment is pretty much the same, same targets, basically. Um, I, I have no reason why I should think that he, the, that he not won't slow down, but the only thing that that could possibly slow him down is that because of the offense being uh, not the offense, the defense being a little bit uh, better in terms of, you know, adding Khalil Mack and adding J.C. Jackson. But I mean, he's not going to be there for the very start of the season, yeah. um, you know, again. And then, you know, 
they improved the defense a lot, you know, you know, tooling up for what's about to happen for the rest of that division. You've seen all the weapons that everybody's tooled up with. So you yeah. got to be ready for that. Scoring a lot of points. So that division's so going to be a wild one this year, man. Looking forward to seeing that. And then my QB4, Lamar Jackson, you know, like you said, I'm expecting him to get close to a thousand rush yards. 3,000 passing yards, probably some close to the MVP season just because of the the lack of pass catchers. And, you know, J.K. Dobbins trying to recover from the ACL injury. Uh, Gus Edwards not ready. Something called Mike Davis being back there. I mean, they're they're basically wanting Lamar to be Superman, essentially. So yeah. um, here He's we are. We're doing that. We've seen him do it before. Yep. So, yep. Yep. Here we are. All right. Second tier. My second tier of quarterbacks only has two. I have Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts. So I have Kyler here. I actually wanted to put – I wanted to actually have Jalen above Kyler, but I didn't want to be too aggressive. Maybe I should have. Uh, but I had Kyler here. Um, I think the ceiling is still pretty high. I mean, we saw him finish, what, QB 8 last year with without D-Hop pretty much half, half the season. Um, you know, the – the second year or second season with Zach Ertz, you can see, you can see, saw how they clicked right away uh, as, as his, his, his teammate from OU with uh, Hollywood Brown, which would, should give them a little bit of juice on that offense. So, you know, just overall, I think the same, it's still essentially the same environment. You know, you still got uh, Connor, you saw how great Connor was. I'm not sure he's going to be as efficient as he was last year, but in terms of the offense period should be, should be a pretty good offense, I believe. So, uh, and then Jalen Jalen Hurts, I mean, he was QB one last year for the first nine weeks of the season, um, and this is without AJ adding AJ Brown, getting your offensive line fully healthy, and uh, you know their offensive line is a top three offensive line in the league. Period. Uh, you know, and then you you have the the running ability of Jalen Hurts also to mix in with that. Just he has the potential to be a top three quarterback for sure in terms of fantasy uh, with the environment that he's now in and. Philly's looking at him to be like, all right, show us that what you can do. This is prove it. This is your make or break year. So I believe he's going to do very, very big things this year. So yeah, um, yeah. So I, I have in my QB in my uh, tier two, uh, I got Jalen Hurts at the at the top of that tier, um, followed by Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Dak, Trey, Trey Lance, and Joe Burrow. Um, but I echo your sentiments on Jalen Hurts. Almost 800 yards rushing and 10 touchdowns last year, and you know he's he's he set he set the take off this year. He's his his offensive environment couldn't be any better, um, you know, like you said. So, um, but I'm kind of disappointed that you know you, you had him in your tier two. Should have been in your tier one since you know you, you, you <laughs> think he's going to be a top three quarterback this year. You got to you got to stand in that, but yeah, I know, I know, man. Up with that. I know. I know. Got to stand in that, man. Got to stand up in that. But uh, but no, yeah, he's 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 got the potential for sure. You know, top. You know, he was the top quarterback. You know, for the majority of the season. So and it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. So he's he's sitting pretty there. But I I also added um added Russell Wilson and Dak. Uh, Russell Wilson due to that you know being inserted into a uh you know with in, inserted into an offense with with uh, with pretty damn good weapons with, you know, Cortland Sutton and, and Javante Williams and, and Melvin Gordon, Jerry Judy, um, and, you know, Albert O at tight end, although there's been some negative reports about Albert O, you know, mixing in with the second, third, and fourth string uh, <laughs> offensive offensive skill guys. So that's a little, little concerning. 
a little concerning in that regard, but uh, still, it, it's still a, a good a good environment for Russell Wilson and uh, him and Cortland Sutton. I think are, are going to eat this year, and so he's he's going to have a pretty good year. And then Dak, um, you know, their their, their defense is going to take a little bit of a step back, causing him to probably throw more passes. And you know, as as we as we talked about, you know, over the last couple of episodes, you know, Dak Prescott is a pretty damn good fantasy quarterback. I believe he finished as a QB in, in points per game. I think he finished as QB 12 or something, QB 12, QB 13. But overall, I think QB 8. Um, so he's, you know, he's he's a stud. He's, he's got CD Lamb. He, he's going to probably run more. Um, he's been ascending every single year he's been in the league. You know, he's increased his touchdown passes every full year of, you know, every full year that he's been a starter since 2018. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of upside for Dak and then, and then trade Lance. We we we've, we kind of briefly touched touched on him. I think he had the highest fantasy points per drop back of, of, of any rookie, you know, in recent yeah. memory. So he's 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 in line to 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 really really smash this year. Um, you know, he he's got Debo Samuel, he's got Brandon Ayuk, he's got George Kittle to throw the ball to. So he's he's going to be uh, you know challenging for at least a, a top five quarterback position if he, if he stays healthy. Um, and then rounding out is, is is Joe Burrow, who I think is going to regress a little bit this year because he was so insanely efficient in almost every you know passing category, you know completion percentage over expectation, QBR, uh, any you know yards per yards per pass attempt, you name it. Like he was superior in almost every um, almost every passing metric this year. But I think that t- that takes a step back. Those things tend to regress year over year, but he still be he'll still be really good because he has Jamar Chase. He has T. Higgins to throw the ball to. Uh, Tyler Boyd is no slouch, and so that offense is is going to be dialing up more more pass attempts because they do have a better and much more improved offensive line um, around him. So he won't be getting beat up as much as he was last year. So that rounds out my tier two. Okay, go ahead and give us our your tier three. And my tier three it has a, it has a lot of older veterans um, in in here with Brady Stafford. Rodgers and Cousins, but in be sandwiched in between those guys is is Justin Fields. Uh, he's my QB thirteen overall, and we talked about Justin Fields. You know, one of my bold predictions uh, this year is that he'll finish inside the top ten and, and as a top eight quarterback. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, despite you know his his less than desirable offensive environment, there's still a lot to like about him. There's you know his rushing upside is still immense. He had had nearly four hundred yards. You know, rushing over his last seven starts, and that average that averages around like fifty-two yards per game. So, you know, if you extrapolate, you know, that over a seventeen-game season, that's around eight hundred seventy-seven yards. So he's that that was the, you know, and that, and that would be more than what Jalen Hurts rushed. Jalen Hurts rushed for that'd be more than what Josh Allen rushed for last year. So there's a lot of upside for Justin Fields. He and and, and you're he's only has a couple of you know targets to really. To, to really throw the ball to Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, David David Montgomery at the backfield. They may they may try to make Velas Jones a thing, but I, I don't know how successful that'll be. <laughs> Even though he's got, <laughs> speed, he's got he's got some speed, he's got some look. He's looked pretty looked pretty fast in preseason. Returning yeah, some yeah. of those kicks. So look, yeah. if they get him the ball in space, give him a couple bubble screens and see what see what he can do. But outside of that, though, I think I like I like Justin Fields in front, especially. Especially if they're gonna, you know, they're, they're gonna be dialing up more, you know, deep ball attempts, more play action, pay, play action passes. Um, that game against the Seahawks, where they were uh, last, last Thursday night, I kind of like what I saw from their offense, at least what they attempted to do. 
you know, when, with their play calling, they did a lot of play action. They they moved fields. You know, they bootlegged them a little bit. So there's a couple of things that you know, just you know, small things that I saw that I noticed that I kind of liked about their offense. At least some of the plays that they were calling early on. So that's just that's just something to kind of keep an eye on. But um, but that's but that's probably the the one that stands out the most um, in my tier three. Okay, and in my tier three has only three quarterbacks. I have Trey Lance, Joe Burrow, and uh, Russell Wilson. So, um, I mean, you pretty much hit that nail on the head with Trey Lance. Trey Lance out of this group has the potential to be a top five uh, fantasy quarterback for sure, just because of just his sheer ability to you know rush, to run the ball, and uh, we've seen his arm in preseason what he can do, you know off, you know just off script. I mean, make throws that Jimmy G just can't, just couldn't do on in this offense. And uh, Trey Lance is surrounded Jimmy by Jimmy G would never. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he's surrounded by yak monsters on top of that. So Oof. just, just get them the ball, and Trey Lance can definitely deliver the ball uh, for sure. Uh, you know, Joe Burrow, you've already hit pretty much everything. Like last year was just like an all, all world type of efficiency season for him in terms of, you know, the the touchdown percentage percentage uh you know qbr every everything is just off the charts in terms of you know just once in a lifetime type of season for our quarterback so you you expect some kind of regression on top of playing uh what's been told the toughest schedule this season uh the Bengals will be playing so they have a gauntlet definitely definitely gonna see definitely gonna see a regression of sorts and then russell wilson like you i mean again like you said he's in a better offensive environment you know now he can look cook a lot more he has better weapons you know better offensive line better running backs just everything is better so i just expect him to you know be better he pretty much nine out of his 11 seasons he's finished at least qb 11 so uh, i believe he <laughs> i believe i'm in right i'm in, i'm in the range of where he should be finishing this this coming season uh, all right so my my tier four quarterbacks is is Dak Stafford, Brady, Carr, and Rogers? Um, I mean, you've kind of hit the nail on the head in terms of Dak. Uh, we expect regression from the defense. There's no way they'd be able to, you know, you know, turn the ball over as much as they did last year. I mean, we've never really seen it uh, for a defense, so we'll. I'll be surprised. So I, I do expect them to, to run more offensive plays. You know, throw the ball more. But I am concerned about. In terms of the weapons, especially early, since there'll be no gallop as he tries to get better, and I don't know who's the second like dependable second wide receiver uh, outside of CD. So we're gonna see a lot of CD, a lot of Schultz, a lot of Pollard. Yeah, a lot of Pollard, a lot of Zeke. So we'll see. Um, Stafford. uh, I mean, again, he was another quarterback that was very efficient. Uh, so I expect some type of regression, but overall, I mean, his offensive environment is very good. He, he saw what he did with Cooper Cup last year. He has a Rob out there, so he got Acres out there. So I believe he he should be right in the running for for QB one uh, finish for sure. Uh, we got Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I mean, Father Time. He he he's undefeated against no. Father Time. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> so, whooping his ass right now. Yeah, he's, clearly. He's up. Yeah, he, he's up. He's up three one right now on Father Time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I got him in this range, which is would which would be QB twelve. You know, just you know the, the sheer volume of passing work that they do in this offense and the the weapons that he has. Once everybody's back healthy, I mean, he has 
more weapons than almost anybody in the league, arguably. So uh, I believe that the, regardless of what Todd Bowles has said about them, you know, running running the ball more. I, I mean, I'll believe it when I see it, especially with their right. offensive line just being depleted uh, with injuries and people leaving. So they just had two season ending injuries, didn't they? Yeah. On the offensive yeah, line, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, in a week. Yeah, so yeah. same week. Yeah, yeah. So good luck with with them not running running the ball more. We'll see. <laughs> Um, and then we got Derek Carr, you know, he, he added Devontae Adams, you know, that's a, that's a big time weapon, uh, but we'll see, we'll see what they do. I mean, it's McDaniels, his first year as a court, well, his second run around as, as a, uh, as a head as coach. A head coach. Yeah. So we'll see. I'll, I'm, you know, QB 13 for Derek Carr is pretty good. That's usually around the range where he's finishing anyway. So, um, yeah. and then a rod, you know, you know, he's, he's, he's goldish, but, but I don't. I'm not sure what we're gonna what we're gonna see from him. It could be a uh, a type of season that he had. What uh, I think two or three years ago when we had had uh, Aaron Jones's RB two, RB three, where he didn't throw as, as many yards, but he was fairly efficient in terms of where he went because there wasn't really nothing around him outside of outside of uh, Aaron Jones and and Devonta Adams, and Adams is not there anymore. So um, yeah. I, I expect him to, to regress a little bit. So. Your tier five, go ahead and run run through those real quick. Yeah, well, tier my tier four, just yeah, just oh yeah, these, this, this around this around out our quarterback tiers, but it, it's just two guys. It's Tua and it's Trevor Lawrence. Uh, okay, for Tua, the, I think the case is pretty simple. He's got a lot to prove. He's been much maligned over the last couple of years. Uh, people are saying that he's not good enough, but he's got he's got Tyreek Hill coming into town, and Jalen Waddle was you know uh, caught over hundred balls as a rookie, so he he was able to he was able to to feed Jalen Waddle quite a bit. So him having both of those guys who can take the top off of the defense should help him immensely, especially. And and now they're going to have a new offense, so um, that that should definitely help him with play action. Though they may run a lot of RPOs, um, you know, a lot of quick passes, kind of similar to how he he ran off ran the offense. Uh, ran an offense in Alabama. They had a lot of you know quick passes, RP, RPOs, and then and then deep shots, right? And then and they're gonna take a lot of deep shots with Tyreek Hill. Hopefully, use Jalen Waddle more, you know, on a lot more deep routes. I think he was only like I think he only ate, only had like 800 air yards last year, which was like 40 yeah. something in the league, ranked 40 plus in the league. So um, that can improve, uh, you know that that'll you know. So hopefully, you know that that'll that'll definitely you know help help to a lot. A lot more this year, um, and then and then Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think the case is pretty simple for him as well. He's going to be much much more improved. He's got he's got a new regime, a new new head coach, a new coordinator, you know, and better weapons around him. You know, Christian Kirk, as we talked about earlier, he's going to be targeting him quite a bit. Uh, in in the previous preseason game, he he was targeting Zay Jones quite a bit, and that's another guy that they signed, and that's another guy that seems. That's going to seemingly factor into the Jags' plans um, in the Jags' passing attack, and, and then of course he's got his buddy Etn to to hand the ball to, to throw the ball to, um, whenever he whenever he gets into trouble. So that that offense that offense has you know has some uh, has some has some upside, right? It has some upside, and, and then these these two guys they're in this tier by themselves because they have a lot they have a lot that it, that they need to prove in different ways. Um, this is probably tools last year in in Miami if he doesn't get it together and then Trevor Lawrence is trying to prove that he's that that uh basically 2021 was a mulligan because of you know the the stench that Urban Meyer left um on that team so hopefully he can <laughs> shake that but yeah that that rounds out my quarterback tiers uh 
at, at least through tier four. Yeah, yeah, same for mine. And then we have quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins, Mac Jones that are kind of lurking to, to get up in those tiers because of their potential, uh, what they can do with their offenses. So, uh, all right, running backs, let's get into it. My tier one has two running backs. Mine too. C-Mac, yeah, and C-Mac and JT, you know, goes without saying. C-Mac is my overall number one um, for me because of, you know, just – his sheer upside is unmatched compared to anybody else. Uh, JT's is, you know, he, he has elite volume. Um, but again, for me, C-Mac is like condom sex versus, you know, the raw sex. Do you want the safe, sheer volume? You know, you're going to be protected with JT or do you want to like, you know, I'm going to get in there and, you know, whatever happens, happens. I I, I know it could be a, a really good thing or it could be a really bad thing. So, if it's me, number one overall, I'm, I'm going C-Mac. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah, it's it's C-Mac. It's the C-Mac attack. Uh, <laughs> the last time he was fully healthy, he scored the second most fantasy points in history. Uh, 25 <laughs> fantasy points per game is in, his, is in his range of outcomes in any given week. I think the four, I think the well, like four of the games that he played last year, he was like the, the, the RB3, RB1, RB3, RB4. So I mean, look, it's just it's just real simple. Um, nothing against JT. JT is awesome, but despite all the, but despite rushing for 1,800 yards, he only averaged around 22 fantasy points per game, and that was kind of relatively low for an RB one uh, over uh, an overall RB one. Um, yeah. You know, especially over like the last you know the last half decade. So it, there's there's a just there's just a lot more upside uh, with Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he's he's the all time uh, fantasy points per game leader. Um, in history, so I mean, again, you know, when C-Mac's on the field, he's going to smash. When he's on yeah. the field, fully healthy for 17 games, he's going to smash. So that's why yeah. he's he's the number one overall. He's my number one overall player, and I'm my number one overall running back. Yeah. So it's we're surprising that it's so it's surprising to hear you say he's the number one ever in terms of fantasy points per game because I just remember that that LT season. I think it was 2000, 2001, where he just. He's the reason why third round reversal was even came about because of him. So yeah. it's just interesting. So, yeah, all right. Because, because the 2019 season, like Chris McCaffrey basically broke fantasy football. He did. <laughs> I mean, he did. so yeah. be like, yeah. Um, but so my tier two, my tier two, it consists of, consists of 10 running backs. Um, oh, man. Yeah, my, my tier two is, is is relatively long. You know, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, who was my RB five, DeAndre Swift, who's my RB six, mm. Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, and then rounding it out is Leonard Fournette. Now all these guys, they have they 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 don't have they don't really have workload concerns at all. They're just they're just they're just under elite in terms of like the upside they have and then we've seen alvin kamara finish as an rb1 joe mixon or or or, or, or sorry alvin kamara finished nearly in our rb1 overall joe mixon was an, an rb4 overall last year um Najee harris had all that volume had 381 touches as a rookie so he has a lot of volume um aaron jones he's 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 been an rb1 before he's he's finished as the rb2 in that if if Christian McCaffrey didn't have that that stellar 2019 season, guess who would have been RB one? Aaron Jones, right? And then we've seen Derrick Henry. He was he he averaged 24 fantasy points per game before getting hurt. 
Um, DeAndre Swift, uh, I'm really, really high on him this year because, you know, the, there's there's a lot to like about um, you know, his his target share and his outlook and then improved offensive line in Detroit. And then and then Saquon Barkley, man. Uh, yeah, that this is probably like one of who's going to be in one of my most rostered players uh, this year. <laughs> He's going to be one of my most rostered players this, this year because I think, you know, this is this is his uh, basically his prove year. Right. He's going to prove to everyone that, you know what, I'm not injury prone. I'm still that dude. I was the I was the number one overall running back in 2018. I'm gonna reclaim that crown this year. He's coming for that, right? So he's he's another year removed from the ACL injury. And as we know, as we as we've stated before on previous shows, he was on his way last year to crushing it if he didn't step yeah. on Kadarius Tony's Kadarius Tony's ankle after after an airmailed Daniel Jones slant. So there's there's a lot to like about, <laughs> about uh, Saquon Barkley and then uh, Dalvin Cook. Um, he's he's Mister Consistent. Every time he's on the field, fully healthy, um, he's gonna he's 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 do you know 250 plus touches. He's gonna finish as a top five running back. So these are my this is my round. This is my uh, second tier of running backs. So it's interesting. Your your uh, your tier two is my tier two and tier three. Like I literally had every running back in my tier two and tier three, which you listed, except for DeAndre Swift. Actually, <laughs> I have him on tier four. Tier so four? Interesting. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, okay. yeah. You All right, so yeah, so my tier two has Eckler, Cook, Henry, and Mixon. So I think the interesting – I mean, Eckler goes without saying. I, I just think he's he wants touches taken away, and I don't think it's going to happen just because of how preseason's – is worked out for that backfield. Oh, Spiller hasn't Spiller hasn't really worked out and and he's still behind Roundtree and Kelly. So is Austin Eckler back to however how many touches he had last year, that's how many he's gonna get this, this 200, year. 276. Yeah, so he's gonna get 270 something <laughs> yeah. with well almost with four and a half catches per game on top of that. So uh Davin Cook, I mean, the staff has already said that they're going to want to throw the ball more. So he definitely had, I mean, and, and we know your premium touch is, is, is your reception, uh, not carry. So, uh, and Dalvin Cook is a, is a, a great running back in terms of catching the ball. So, uh, Will's up for, for him in that offense. Derrick Henry, so for him, it's just sheer volume. We've seen, I mean, he was on his way to 400 carries last year, touches last year. So, in 465 offense, carries to be exact. <laughs> 465 carries. So, Insane. I think 400. I think 400 is in his range of outcomes, especially with how they uh, already came out and said who their top two wide receivers is going to be. Is you know somebody is recovering from an ACL injury and 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 what Westbrook Akine, not even Trey uh, uh, Burke, Burke. So. So psh, expect a lot of a lot of carries for for Derrick Henry, and then Joe Mixon. I just think you know coming off a career year last year, uh, you know improved offensive line. Uh, Joe Burrow, you know, still trying to trying to get his his uh, under his wings in terms of recovering from his appendix surgery this year. So I feel like they're going to start the season off like they did last year, and you know kind of lean on him a little bit uh, while Joe Burrow you know gets his weight back up from. The, the weight loss from weight surgery. Up, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. All right. So that, that rounds off my tier two. So my tier three uh was the second half of yours. So I have Saquon <laughs> at seven, uh, uh Jones, Camara, 
Harris and Fournette. Um, you know, again, just to pick it off of, of, of Barkley, this is this is the second season recover, uh, coming off of the ACL surgery, and this is usually when people really show back to them true self is that second year. I know last year we were on Barkley last year, but we were a year too early. Uh, yeah. I think I think with this op- – this potential of this Dable offense could be really beneficial for him, but obviously we that depends on on Daniel Jones. So good luck with that. But I still think that Saquon <laughs> is going to be able to you know show out. Uh, Aaron Jones, I mean, we have, they've already talked about him being on the field a lot. Him being wide receiver sets. I mean, we've seen we've seen him do his work on the outside. So I just just think his will's up. He Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't really depend on anybody. Not he doesn't really trust anybody else outside of Aaron Jones in terms of catching the ball because this is somebody he's had to report report with the longest on this team. So I just expect I, I expect him to crush, man. Uh, yeah. Alvin Kamara, uh, we saw last year he carried the ball the most in his career last year. You now he get Jameis Winston back, a quarterback that can actually throw. He doesn't really have any competition for touches, so I just think that he should be able to you know stay in the RB one. Territory for sure. Najee Harris, we expect sheer volume because of the, you know, because that's just how it was last year. We don't know who, what the quarterback situation is going to be. We know Mitchell T is going to be the starting quarterback, but I still think they're going to lean on, on Najee in terms of carries. No, carries, touches, whatever. Yeah. I just know that he's just going to get a lot. Of, he's going to get a lot of it. And then Leonard Fournette, you know, just last year we saw him finished RB4 in fantasy points per game. Uh, last uh, This year, you know, they add a couple more, uh, you know, uh, people that can catch the ball. But overall, in terms of the backfield, I think Tom Brady, you know, leans and trusts on Leonard Fournette to be at the right place at the right time. So, and on top of that, he fin- he handled all, pretty much all the high-value touches last year, which was within the red zone, the goal line area, and, you know, third downs. He was in, in third downs a lot, so... I, you know, he rounds off my top, my, my tier three. Yeah. So my tier three, uh, it starts with Javante Williams, uh, running back out of the, um, from the Broncos, uh, Melvin Gordon, his backfield mate said that, uh, you know, he was really transparent with the media said, Hey, look, they want Javante to be the guy. And yeah. he was not, he didn't hesitate to say that. Cause you know, they, they, they expect big things from Javante Williams. Uh, he, you know, he finished as an RB 17 last year while spl- splitting time down the middle 50, 50 with Melvin Gordon. And, and in games where he had, you know, 16 plus touches, he was averaging around 19 fantasy points per game. So he was efficient with whenever he got volume, he was, he was, he was doing a lot with it. And the one game that Melvin Gordon missed due to injury, what, what did Javante Williams, how did he finish as the RB one overall on the week? So, yeah. And you know he led the NFL in missed tackles forced per carry. So you know, Javon, there's it's wheels up for Javante Williams, man. Uh, it's, especially if what Melvin Gordon, his own backfield mate, is saying is true. <laughs> look out, look out. But the only reason I don't have him in tier two or uh, tier above, uh, a tier above, a tier above, a uh, tier three is because we're not entirely sure if you know if that if 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 that's the case. You know, we we Melvin Gordon is still there. He's still healthy. Um, and he was, and he, he, you know, Melvin Gordon himself, I think he had, you know, 900 plus rushing yards. I think he had double digit touchdowns. So he was very productive yeah. last year as well. So until, and, you know, if he, if he, you know, if, if this is true, then, you know, Javante Williams will move up. But as of right now, this is kind of firmly where I want to keep him. And then I have Travis Etienne uh, as my R- RB14 overall. 
my RB14. So I think he's going to he's, he's going to do some work this year. Um, you know, he's he should be fully healthy. And as we've seen in preseason, they, they plan on feeding him the rock. And, you know, he's his his vision isn't the best. But once he finds a crease, once he finds a crease, um, it's it's curtains. It's lights out. Right. It's lights out. So all he needs to do is just get get a little bit of an opening. And, you know, there's in, in getting get into the open field. And he's gonna be he's gonna be gone. And then yeah, uh, Duke, around- Duke Staley Duke Staley has been on him about that vision. So <laughs> if you've been watching Hard Knocks, <laughs> and then uh, and then and then Nick Chubb, Ezekiel Elliott, and James Conner round out this uh, uh, tier three. Uh, Nick Chubb, I mean he's he's they're gonna they're, the Browns are gonna lean on him. He's he's third in the NFL with ninety rushing yards per game. So they're gonna they're, they're gonna lean on him quite a bit. Don't know. I don't know who's going to catch the passes out of the backfield. I, I mean, well, Kareem, Kareem, Kareem Hunt is probably going to be that guy, but they may they may try to lean on uh, Nick Chubb a little bit more this year with Deshaun Watson suspended for eleven games, and you know we we don't know what to expect out of Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett. So um, there's there's a lot there's a lot of volume in store for for Nick Chubb, but with Kareem Hunt still you know lurking back there, it's kind of harder to put him in a in a, in a tier above this one, and then Zeke. There's always that shadow of Tony Pollard that's <laughs> that, that's looming uh, every single year we see or we hear you know you know speculation about well is is this the year that Tony Pollard supplants Ezekiel Elliott but you know uh, Ezekiel Elliott his first four four weeks last year you know he was he was an RB I think he was like the RB five overall or something mm-hmm. along those lines like he was he was efficient like he was he was cooking. And he looked like the old Zeke until he tore his PCL, and then he looked kind of like a shell of himself after that. Uh, so you know he he he's only, he's only a, he's, he's it seems like he's been I mean, he's been in the league forever. He's only twenty seven years old. Like I just that's that's crazy to me. <laughs> he's only twenty seven yeah. years old. It seems like he's been in the league a lot longer. But um, you know I, I think you know this is probably a good tier for him because you know you know that he's going to get volume, but at the same time, you know there's a he has a talented backfield mate. That could potentially take a lot of touches away from him. So this is where this is why I kind of have him in this tier. And then rounding out is James Conner. He did have a stellar 2021 with 18 touchdowns. Um, you know he he didn't average you know the, the you know uh, a pretty he didn't average a good yards per carry only 3.7. But he still you know he was he was the guy on goal line and, and red zone and he was he was getting all those touches um, those high value touches as you mentioned earlier. So you know, with the, with the offense expected to be be humming again and be very productive again, the only concern about him is is, is injuries. You know, with, can he can he withstand can he withstand a lot of the a lot of that uh, a lot of those hits, a lot of that punishment, a lot of that contact, um, you know, year over year. And you know, he's been banked up every single year that he's been in the league, but he was able to stay, stay healthy for most of it last year. Um, so I don't, I'm I'm not entirely sure that's this. It, it may he may hold up again this year with all that volume so we'll see that's kind of why that's kind of why he's down there rb17 and at the bottom of tier three for me okay all right so my tier four uh this is rb12 this starts with uh deandre swift javonta williams nick chubb travis Etienne, zeke connor and acres um for me i mean you've already talked about swift i had him here uh, why I didn't have him in the tier with with you know Barkley, Jones, Kamara is just I, I feel like that staff still trusts you know you know Jalen uh, Jamal Williams and uh, in terms of the pass catching role. I mean, even though they both do it, I mean we saw I mean we saw what what 
what uh, Swift did in terms of pass catching last year, uh, especially with 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 TJ Hawk out. But I just feel like when when the offense was fully healthy, uh, they they did split that backfield. So uh, for some reason, I just feel like they're going to kind of do that again this year. I need, I mean, if I know that he can get sixty. 264% of the touches in the backfield, then then I'll be cool with that. Um, you know, Devonta, you've already talked about him. Hopefully he gets that, you know, around that 60-ish percentile in terms of touches in the backfield. Uh, we talked about – you talked about Nick Chubb. I agree with you there. Uh, ETN, I agree with you there when you talked about him earlier in terms of, you know, the usage – potential usage for him and, and what James Robinson not being available or kind of easing him back in. Uh, Zeke. Zeke is going to get a lot of touches. I mean, Jerry, what Jerry says, Jerry gets. So we know Zeke is going to get a lot of touches. I still don't believe in this Pollard. Be, yeah, I still don't believe in this Pollard going to get all this work. We've been waiting for this for two. We're going on three years now. So, I, I mean, I know Zeke is going to get a lot of touches. So I know that for a fact. Uh, Connor, you talked about it. He was wasn't he wasn't efficient with the touches, but he got a lot of touches in in high value areas. And then I added Cam Akers here, you know, only because you know now he's a year removed from the torn the torn Achilles. We did see him in the playoffs; he didn't look that good, but you know, a year removed. Um, I, I feel like, and we know McVay likes to lean on one running back, so I feel like he's the guy. He's going to be the guy there, even though we they've been talking about Henderson looming in terms of. You know, having two starting running backs or whatever, but I'll believe it when I see it with him. So, and then yeah. my last, my fifth tier, this goes 19 through 26. We got Brees Hall, J.K. Dobbins, uh, Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, A.J. Dillon, Mitchell, Pollard, and Gibson uh, rounds, runs that out. You know, for me in this tier, uh, I think A.J. Dillon and Brees are, would be the premier in this, in this tier. I, I mean, you would want J.K., but he's still trying to—he's still trying to shake off the ACL. And usually, that first year off your ACL, you're just not—you're not fully where where you where we seen you the year previous. So, and then every other running back is kind of pretty pretty ambiguous backfields for the most part um, for the rest of these running backs like David Montgomery. They've already talked about Khalil, Sharon, Josh Jacobs. We—I mean, he said as soon as he came in that Josh ain't getting. He ain't, he's sharing his work his workload. Elijah Mitchell, we know when he's when he's on the field, he's getting a, he's getting the share of uh, rushing care, uh, duties. But again, I, I mean, they drafted uh, another running back and he hasn't been healthy, so we'll see. So that's all I have for this tier. What you got? So my t- my last tier has a lot of those same guys. Mine is RB's eighteen through twenty six as well. Um, Cam Akers starts off this tier. We kind of talked about him. Um, you kind of talked about him. You know, hit the hit the nail on the head. But the one thing about Sean McVay is that he likes he he likes to feed one one guy, right? He you know he you can listen to his quotes about oh we we have two starting running backs, um, but he's he he did that he did that like several years ago as well, and he yeah. still ended up feeding one guy. So I think Cam Akers, um, you know, now him and Darrell Henderson are you know nursing soft tissue injuries right now but that hopefully and, and they said that's not that serious so hopefully by you know by week one um they're good to go um and then i have Brees hall david montgomery aj Dillon, chase edmonds jk dobbins tony pollard ramondre stevenson as, as my rb25 and elijah mitchell um rounding out this uh rounding out this tier um i'm, I'm especially high on ramondre stevenson uh, due to the reasons that we kind of talked about earlier he's going to get 
he's gonna get uh he's gonna get the, a lot of the passing down work. We think I think David uh, Damian Harris's touchdown uh you know his touchdowns are gonna regress. He scored 15 touchdowns, but he only only finished as an RB20 in PPR leagues because he yeah. doesn't catch passes. So, so Ramondre Stevenson is gonna is gonna and he he's proven that he can catch passes and he's gonna be that third down third down back with the retirement of James White. So um, and he's gonna probably steal at least ha- at least half of the uh, uh, half of the the early down work. So that that kind of rounds out my 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 tiers. Uh, that that ends that ends tier four. Okay. All right. Let's 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 hit on these wide receivers. All right. So my tier one has Cup and Jefferson. And that ends my tier one. I mean, we <laughs> we saw we saw. I mean, we saw what Cooper Cup did. He he had the triple crown. He he. I mean, he had. I mean, he the season he had was like unforeseen ever in my lifetime. So um, I believe he's going to regress, but he's still going to be elite. And then Justin Jefferson. The only reason why I did not have actually Jefferson over Cup is because Cup has a little less competition than Jefferson does, in my opinion, in terms of catching passes. So. Uh, you know, Justin Jefferson, his first year in a, a Kevin Mc, Mc, uh, McConnell uh, offense, and he comes from the Rams, the Sean McVay tree, and he's already said that, hey, we're going to be throwing the ball a lot. So I expect him to eat even more. I mean, we've seen what Jefferson's done already in his first two seasons with with Mr. Mr. Zimmer. Just think about what he can do in a, a very open offense. So that's my tier one. So I have tier my tier one has Jefferson Jefferson and Cup, but I also added Jamar Chase in there. Okay, but I want to I want to I want to go back to Jefferson and Cup real quick. So you said you said Cooper Cup has less competition than 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 Justin Jefferson. I think he has let I think his competition in terms of targets is okay. is not as it's not as uh, convincing than 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 what uh, than what Jefferson has to go through. Okay, so. If you in, in in a vacuum, so Allen Robinson is playing with the best quarterback he's ever played with. Okay, is he better than is who you think Adam Thielen is better than 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 Allen Robinson? No, I do not. But I think the tight end position is better, and in the running backs, the running backs that the the running back for I mean Cook Cook and and Madison, I think they're better in terms of they can both do everything. So I think. Those ancillary on top of uh, KJ Osborne, I think those ancillary pieces are better than than the Rams. Okay, so KJ Osborne is better than Ben Jefferson. Yeah, Ben Jefferson's not even playing right now. Well, he hurt. But hypothetically speaking, though, hypothetically, like he's hurt right now, but he's expected back week one, right? He's expected back week one. It's per Sean McVay. If he's not, whatever, week two, week three, whatever. So throughout the course of the season, you think KJ Osborne is better than Ben? Will be better than Van Jefferson? Yep, I do. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I disagree. <laughs> Completely disagree with that. But <laughs> yeah. that, uh, that, that, that it was just interesting. You made that comment that C- Cup has, you know, Jefferson has more, uh, uh, less competition than Cup. Or uh, what was it you said? No, it was the other way around. I other way around. Cup yeah. has Jeff- like a little less competition, but it, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's minuscule if you really think about it. It's very minuscule, but I yeah. think it's just a little less on okay. top of yeah. So. All right, all right. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll, agree, <laughs> we'll agree disagree there. Uh, <laughs> we can keep track of it, you know, yeah, during oh, the course yeah, no, of the no, no, season. No, no. We will. You you best believe we will. Yeah, we I will. know you do. You yeah, you keep the receipts. So yeah, 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 yeah. You know that. Uh, so yeah. So and then Jamar Chase is rounding out my tier one. Uh, completely awesome rookie year. I feel like I just I'd be doing him a disservice if I didn't put him in tier one, even okay. though those two other guys are, are pretty awesome. 
Um, but my tier two, though, my tier two, Stefan Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Debo Samuel, and T. Higgins round out my mm. tier two. Now I, I was I was really I was somewhat reluctant to put Debo and in uh, in T Higgins in, in tier two, mm-hmm. but 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 Debo man he just had he has he just had such a, a stellar year and he's such he's such a, a huge weapon. He did he did resign with the 49ers with those rushing incentives, so that means all that stuff about him not wanting to run the ball was was mm-hmm. a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, which is a bunch of bullshit. So he's going to be used. He's in, he's 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 incentivized to run the ball this year, right? So that's why I have him in tier two, especially because you know the, there's a new quarterback in town, a, a be, much better quarterback in town, but we don't know how he's going to be used with the new quarterback do, because he can do so much more than Jimmy Garoppolo could ever do. So that's why I have him in tier two. Otherwise, he he might he might have been knocking on the door for uh, for tier one. Um, but just real quick on CD Lamb, while he's in tier two, especially because he's a, he's my wide receiver five overall. Okay. Because again, there's nobody else in Dallas that's that's going to really challenge him for targets right now. Um, no other wide receiver, at least. You know, we we've seen you know Jalen Tolbert. We had high hopes for him, but he's been hit or miss in the preseason. James Washington's injured. Michael Gallup's going to be on the pup list. Uh, or is he on the pup list or no? Did he avoid the pup list? No, What's he avoided the pup list. He okay, just... well he's he's going to be slow out of the gates and this year. And then that's it. You don't really have anybody else that's can really challenge him for targets. So he's gonna he's gonna be moved around the form. Hopefully, this is what's gonna happen. He's gonna be moved around the formation. He's gonna be peppered with targets, and uh, Dak will feed him. And Dak and Kellen Moore will find a way to force feed him the force force feed him the rock. So that that pretty much rounds out my tier two. Okay, so my tier two and tier three pretty much consist of all the wide receivers you talked about. I said that I have Jamar Chase in my tier two. So my tier two is. It's Chase, Diggs, and Lamb. Um, I mean, you've already talked about Chase. I don't need to go any further than that. Diggs, I mean, he, I mean, since he's been in Buffalo, he's he's averaged seven catches and eighty almost eighty four yards per game. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. That's yeah. Fit, that's that's fifteen fantasy points right there in PPR yeah. leagues without even yeah. adding a touchdown. Yeah. So no, yeah, no touchdowns involved. <laughs> yeah, and then CD Lamb. I mean, you hit the nail on the head already. Just. No, there's no wide receiver competition for him, so he should easily, easily have 140 plus targets this year. If he doesn't, then he either That's got hurt, he either got hurt, Dak got hurt, or 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 Dak and the coaching staff fucking failed. Like, there's no yeah, excuse. It's a fail. It's a failure all the way around. If he does not have at least 150 targets this year, period. Yeah, and then my tier three. So it has Devonte Adams, uh, Mike Mike Evans, Tyreek. Debo, T. Higgins, and then I also added uh, Michael Pittman in here. Uh, you know, Devontae, I mean, he's pretty much been the the top two pure wide receiver in this league for what going on four, five, six years now. It's sad to see him, you know, depart and, and go to the, the Las Vegas with Derek Carr, but I still believe he should be able to, you know, uh, you know, prove that he's he's a top level wide receiver and produce, in my opinion. So um, Mike Evans. I mean, we've seen him have 27 touchdowns these past two seasons with with Tom Brady, <laughs> and then now you don't got no Gronk. Good Godwin is recovering. Russell Gage has been hurt. I mean, he's not. I mean, there's really no one at tight end unless you want to count Kyle Rudolph. So really, the only competition he has early on in the season is him and what Leonard Fournette, Gio Bernard. 
So <laughs> this is this guy's getting touchdowns. Trust me. So uh, Tyreek, uh, you know, Tyreek is playing in a new offense and they spent a lot of capital, a lot of money on him. So he's going to be the centerpiece. So yeah. expect him to get the ball early and often. Debo, yeah. I mean, you, you've already talked about Debo. Debo was second in the in the in the league last year in uh, yards after the catch on top of him rushing the ball. I mean, I know the efficiency that he had last year is, is not repeatable, but still, he's still going to – he's a yak monster outside of everything yeah. else. So, just give him the ball. Uh, T. Higgins, I mean, T. Higgins had 95 rec- uh, receiving yards, seven of his last ten games. So, mm. he's definitely he's definitely like up there, regardless of that he, his teammates is Jamar Chase. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, this is a – this is a high level wide receiver right here. And uh, in, in my tears, how he falls, he's he's wide receiver 10 for me. So and then the top my the finish off my tier three, Michael Pittman. Um, we saw what he did last year with with, with Carson Wentz. And mm-hmm. now he gets a better quarterback, even though he's older, he's just he's better. So I just and he has not really any competition. I know Paris Campbell's healthy right now. Um <laughs> Alec, and then Alec Pierce. I mean, he's a rookie. Yeah, go so. ahead, go ahead, go ahead and put an asterisk next to. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 temporary. Yeah, it's I know. Temporary. Very. So I just think I think it just trends up for him again to improve from his his almost ninety catch and almost eleven hundred yard season from the previous season. I think it, he can even do more than that. So that rounds off my tier three. Yeah, so my tier three is um, around, you know, starts wide receiver 11 to wide receiver 19, starts with Keenan Allen, uh, A.J. Brown, uh, Michael Pittman, uh, D.J. Moore, Terry McLaurin, uh, Mike Williams, Jalen Waddle, Cortland Sutton, and then rounding out is Allen Robinson, who we talked about earlier, mm. who I think is going to s- absolutely smash this year. Mm. You know, with that new, with, again, he's playing with the best quarterback he's ever played with. And, you know, prior to the 20, you know, he, we can we can almost throw out 2021. There's a lot of things that went wrong for that Bears offense, and you know Matt Nagy was was definitely at the at the forefront of it. Um, but you had a rookie quarterback thrust in there that didn't know what he was you know that didn't know what he was getting himself into. Did had no reps with the first team, um, no rapport with Allen Robinson, and then Allen Robinson got you know got injured, had a hamstring injury, so he was he missed a couple of games. But prior to that, he was catching passes from you know Mitchell Trubisky the last two years, finished as a wide receiver seven and the wide receiver nine. So he was he was actually he's absolutely cooking in Chicago uh, prior to that. So he's he still has wide receiver one in the range of outcomes, and it's not out of realm possibility due to the, all the volume, pass volume that the Rams have um, on a year to year basis that Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson can finish as wide receiver ones. So it's not out of the realm possibility. So I, I think you know Allen Robinson rounding out rounding out my tier three makes a ton of sense uh, for me. So yeah, that that was the one that kind of stands out the most uh, for me. I, I know I have the both Chargers wide receivers in here. Um, Justin Herbert, <laughs> yeah, Justin Herbert is is, is awesome, and they're going to be dialing up more. You know, I mean, they they're, they're going to be passing the ball a lot, but I don't know if they're going to be passing the ball nearly as much as they were last year because when their defense, you know, put them in a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of, at a lot of disadvantages to where they had to pass the ball a lot. So, um, but I, I'm still really really high on on both these wide receivers because they're they can be very efficient um, whenever they do get opportunities um, in that passing attack. So yeah, that that's basically my tier three in a nutshell. Okay. All right. So my tier four is actually 12 through 19. And I have Keenan Allen, DJ Moore, AJ Brown, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams, Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, and Jalen Waddle. Um, you know, for me, again, like you said, that the charges at 12 and 16, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams are going to be in a high powered offense. 
you you know where the targets are going. These are one and two in turn. Well, one and three because you know Eckler is in the mix of that too. So one top three targets. I mean, they threw what six hundred seventy two times last year, which was second most in the league. So hmm. even if they throw six hundred times, both these guys are getting at least one hundred and twenty targets each. So um, I think they're. Very good in this spot. You know, I mean, Mike Williams finished at, uh, what wide receiver twelve last year. On top of that, so mm-hmm. I definitely definitely expect them to both be around this range again at, coming to the end of the season. DJ Moore, we've seen him three years of eleven hundred plus uh, yard seasons with trash quarterbacks. You know, <laughs> yeah. he plays with his best one yet. Uh, I think Baker is is a little more steady than any other quarterback that he's had. Even though I know a lot of people don't like him, but hey, he he's better than he's. He's he's an okay quarterback. I think he's he he's okay. He's average. So yeah, he's average. He's an average he had, quarterback. And that, and you know what? That's that's kind of what he needs for at this point in his yeah. career. He needs an average quarterback. If he just has an average quarterback, look at you know look at the upside that he has by, by yeah. playing with shitty quarterbacks. So yeah, yeah, this is it's wheels up for DJ Moore. He's my wide receiver fourteen overall. Yeah, my wide receiver fourteen. AJ Brown. He's playing on this Eagles offense that should be high powered. Um. I mean, yeah, he's been the focal point he, according to training camp reports. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was just about to get to that. I'm yeah. about to get to that. That he's just been, whenever the ball's getting to him, is 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 being caught and he's unstoppable. Uh, it might not. Be, I mean, we've seen him in inefficient offenses already, so I'm not even worried about the efficiency, efficiency uh, point that somebody might make for him. So he's that's how he's been operating his whole career. So I'm not worried. I just think he he's he's turned my head in terms of. He could potentially finish in the RB in wide receiver one territory for sure. Cortland yeah. Sutton, I mean, we've heard all the reports that he's Russell Wilson's favorite target. We've seen what Russell Wilson can do if he's if he's your favorite target. So I don't even need to explain that. Uh, this is his second year, also recovering from an ACL injury, so he should get back to what we thought he was going to be last year for sure. Because uh, we've already seen him do do work at what his second season, I believe. His yeah. second season in the league, we saw him go over a thousand yards. You know. 70, 80 reception. So I, I definitely believe he can get back to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry McLaurin, my wide receiver 17. I mean, he is the best wide receiver there. It is Carson Wentz. Uh, we know Carson Wentz cannot support a bunch of wide receivers, but he when he does, his number one usually goes over a thousand yards. So um, I, I mean, this is Terry McLaurin's. I think this is his best quarterback that he's played with. So, um, for whatever that's worth. So I, I think he should be able, he should be, he should be in wide receiver two range for sure, in my opinion. So yeah. Um Allen Robinson, I mean, we've been hyping him up all summer. I mean, I don't need to say I don't you've already said it. I, I said that I said when we get to this point, I said he was gonna be inside top 20. I have him at 18. I'm he's 19 I, I for could, me. Yeah. Yeah, I could move him up. I don't know. I don't want to be too aggressive, but just know. If I'm in a in a league with you, I'm that's one person I'm not leaving home without is Allen Robinson. So <laughs> you gonna have to pry believe. him from my cold dead yeah, hands. Best believe, best believe, <laughs> better reach for the boy. So yeah. Um, and then my last one is Jalen Waddle. I mean, we saw we saw what he did last year. I know they add Tyreek Hill, but he's another guy. You know, get the ball quick to him and just let him work. And this is gonna be his his second full season removed from that that ankle injury. So. And they say he's moving even faster than he was last year. So I'll just somebody else, I, I can see him finishing definitely within this range of wide receiver two. Um, yeah. We did see him finishing this range this rookie season. So um, 
you know, that that rounds off my tier four. Yeah, and just real quick, I'll touch on my, on my tier four. Um, starts with wide receiver 20 through 27, Deontay Johnson, uh, Michael Thomas, who we, we got some news about his hamstring hurting. So um, I, I I thought about moving him down. I, I still might um, move him down at, at the end of this, but he currently before that he was my wide receiver 21 due to all the positive reports coming out of training camp and how he was pretty much dominating and looking like the old Michael Thomas. Uh, Marquise Brown, Gabriel Davis, Chris Godwin and Elijah Moore um, rounding out with Amon Ross St. Brown and Brandon Cooks. Um, but Elijah Moore is the one that kind of stands out the most to me because, you know, he's my wide receiver 25. Um, that's a, a lot higher than where he's being drafted currently, according to ADP. A lot of the ADPs that I've seen, um, it, you know, last year he saw at least six targets in nine of 11 healthy games. And um, through weeks eight, you know, in, in weeks eight through 11, had 24 catches, which was fifth in the league. 336 yards, which was also fifth, and he, he tied for first with four touchdowns. Uh, so that was a, a dominating stretch for you know for for a rookie wide receiver uh, in a shitty offense, catching passes from four different quarterbacks. And so <laughs> just yeah, it, it, the wheels are up. For, wheels are up for Elijah Moore once again, dominating training camp again, <laughs> dominating Jets camp. So uh, and then now you know we have Zach Wilson out for the first at least at least week one. And, yep. and, Joe, and Joe Flacco is going to be his quarterback, who who Garrett Wilson said throws a bit much better ball, much more yep. catchable ball uh, yep. than than Zach Wilson does. And so, and you know, one of Elijah Moore's biggest games came with Joe Flacco throwing him the ball. I think that Miami Dolphins game where he caught that slant, he housed it for like sixty foot, sixty five yards. I think Joe Flacco threw that ball. So there's there's a lot to like about Elijah Moore. I know that offense is not going to be that great. Or that good at all? They still have a shaky old line, um, and in the end, but the skill guys, the skill guys are, are are solid. You know, obviously Garrett Wilson, and then they have you know Brees Hall and Michael Carter. So they, they there's still there's there's still some uh, weapons there in that Jets offense. But Elijah Moore is, is is the cream of the crop. So that he's he stands out in my in my tier four the most, and and that rounds out my tiers. Okay, and then my last tier that we're talking about, tier five, is twenty through twenty seven. I have Jerry Judy. Deontay Johnson, Michael Thomas, Chris Godwin, Brandon Cooks, Rashad Bateman, Darnell Mooney, Marquise Brown. So I, I want to highlight who we did did not have in our in these tiers that we talked about was was DK Metcalf, mm. um, which will show how low we are on him based on his offensive situation that he's in. Um, I had him at twenty nine, just outside. Me I don't too. even know if that's I don't even know if that's low enough, honestly, but. Yeah. Um, just wanted just wanted to point that out that we did not had DK. Uh, so yeah, I know there's gonna be a lot of drafts where you're gonna see him drafted higher than where we have him, um, just because of the name, but I, I have to factor in the situation that he's in. I don't I don't like it at all. So yeah. All right, last but not least, our least favorite position, tight end. Very, very desert-like position here. You know, it's feast or famine for the most part. Tier one, my tier one is uh, Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and that's it. Um, I would have had Kyle Pitts here, but, I mean, Mark, what Mark Andrews has done this past season and what Kyle, Travis Kelsey has done his past, what, six, seven years of him reigning on this this tight end uh, position, just I couldn't find a reason why to put Kyle Pitts up there. Um, we know Travis Kelsey, without Tyreek, we, we just imagine – 
Kelsey, 150, 160 targets probably. So had to keep him up, had to have him up here. And then Mark Andrews, same thing. Like the the situation just is Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman, and nothing else. And then we saw what Mark Andrews did where he had he uh dethroned Travis Kelsey for the tight tight end one with with the 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 work that he did last year. So that is my tier one. Yeah, so my tier one consists of you know, Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey, but I'm adding Kyle Pitts into my okay. tier one. I'm adding <laughs> because again, at the end of the, at the end of the day, he's a wide receiver that you get to play at tight end. This is true. It's true. He is a wide receiver that you get to play at tight end. I mean, look at that. Look at that double move that he put on a, a corner last night. Like, bro, that's that that's that's cheating, right? That that's just Bruh. cheating. A, a tight end should not be running like that. And with the with the reports of him being able to, you know, him apparently being more in line this year because a lot of his a lot of his catches a lot of his yards a lot of his reception you know a lot of his receptions a lot of his production came when he was split out wide and he was yep. facing more superior superior you know superior athletes but now he's going to be more in line and he's going to be you know you know lead to more mismatches inside with linebackers slower linebackers slower safeties so he's just going to he's just going to absolutely feast he's my tight end too overall um, I didn't know who to put him put him ahead ahead of, but I mean, I, I had Travis Kelsey one, and I mean, I, I was I was back and forth between who I wanted to put him ahead of, but uh, but if I just landed on 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 Andrews. Like, Andrews is awesome. I know what he did last year. He was a tight end one, so but still my still in my tier one, but I still like Kyle Pitts ahead of you okay know, in 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 the in the as my tight end two overall, but he's he's going to absolutely smash this year, in my opinion. Okay, okay. My tier two has a uh, Kyle Pitts and Darren Waller, and that's it. Um, I mean, you hit on everything for Kyle Pitts already. He's a generational tight end, no doubt. Somebody that's six six that runs a four five. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just that's just silly. Man. What's in the, what's in the water these days, bro? I don't know, man. Because it that that shit missed me for sure. Yeah, it missed me too. Shit, I wish I had some of that. God dang. Yeah, I know. And then Darren Waller, another guy that's six six, five four six, athletic monster. You can't nobody can guard him. Um, you saw he was Derek Carr's favorite target whenever he was when he was healthy. Um, and then also when you saw him in the playoff game, it was it was him and it was uh Winfro. So and then with Devontae there getting a double team, you can't even double Waller anymore. So yeah, good luck to whoever whoever wants to put him be put in front of him. But that rounds my tier two. All right, so my tier two consists of uh, George Kittle, Darren Waller, and Dallas Goddard. Um, you 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 hit the nail on the head with Darren Waller, but the one that stands out here the most is is Dallas Goddard here. Yeah, um, and I and I, I I like him a lot this year because you know again he's he the, that that Eagles offense is 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 prime is prime to smash. AJ Brown just got there, so there's there's going to be more opportunities for Dallas Goddard down the seam and and, and over the middle. And, and Jalen Hurts seems to seems to like him. I mean, he has, uh, you know, uh, you know, Dallas Goddard had fourteen point eight yards per per reception last year, and you know he had a two point three target separation. Um, he was third in the NFL amongst tight ends, and ten point nine yards per target. So he's getting a lot of targets down the field, and he's going to continue to continue to see those with AJ Brown commanding attention on one side, Devontae Smith, you know, commanding attention on the other side. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity for Dallas Goddard here to finish inside the top five uh, tight ends. So that's that rounds out my tier two. Okay, 
All right. So it's interesting you had you had Dallas Goddard that high. And um uh George Kittle, you know, from uh, well, that leads to my my third tier, which I have George Kittle, Dalton Schultz, Dallas Goddard, and TJ Hawkinson. So for me, why I have George Kittle in this third tier is because of you know the target competition and the vo- the sheer volume that he's gonna receive, I think is a concern of me to me because of you know um you got you got Ayuk, you got Samuel, um, you got whoever's in the backfield. I mean, you know George Kittle is going to be the third, the third primary target. But generally, for rushing, for rushing, running type quarterbacks, that it's hard for them to you know to have you know three top end uh, tar- targets, you know, and then have them finishing you know within like you know top five, top six in their position. So I think George Kittle out of the three. For San Francisco, he's going to take the hit the most because they're probably going to have him block a little bit more because of the the, the weaker offensive line that San Francisco is going to have. So that's just my only concern. But in terms of you know just his sure ability, I mean, he's unquestioned. Like I think he has a, he had the most yak yards from for the tight end position. Um, he usually has the most uh, snap percentages in terms of being on the field compared to any other tight end from year to year because of his blocking ability. So he's going to be on the field. It's just a matter of just volume for me. Uh, Dalton Schultz being that tight end six, I mean, just sheer volume for me with, with him because there's nobody else outside of C.D. Lamb. Um, Dallas Goddard tight end seven. I mean, we saw him last year. I think he had 10, almost 11 yards per target with Jalen Hurts last year. You know, and then with, with A.J. Brown added, I can just only imagine the the destruction that that – Goddard could do in the in the uh in the in the red zone area or in the middle of the field while they're driving. So he, he can't be he can't be just doubled because you you're gonna have to double the outside. So and then TJ Hawkinson, um I, I mean we uh, he's somebody that's athletic, but we've always wanted we've always wanted more of him, but he, he's never I delivered. Know. I don't know what yeah. it is, man. Yeah. For whatever reason, just never he's never delivered for us, but um I think he belongs in this tier just because of the potential of what he can do. Cause I mean, last year, the beginning of last year, he was cooking and then he got hurt and it wasn't the same after that. So and then he, he, and um, then he wasn't cooking. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. Um, but yeah, he, this rounds out my tier three, uh, my tier three, I got Dal- Dalton Schultz. Um, you know, we talked about a little bit uh, and he was you know basically Dak's security blanket last yep. year. Um, and then I have Dawson Knox, TJ Hawkinson, who we just talked, who we just discussed, and Zach Ertz. Um, but I want to highlight Dawson Knox really quick. I know that his okay. nine touchdowns seem kind of fluky um, because you know that, that it was a significantly high touchdown rate. But you know when the the Bills' offense is going to be humming the, again this year, and they're going to be in a lot of scoring situations. And Josh Allen has has developed a rapport with Dawson Knox in the red yeah. zone. He likes Jake, he likes Gabriel Davis, and he likes Dawson Knox in the red zone. And so, um, he, you know, last year, Dawson Knox had the most fantasy points above expectation. Uh, he was fourth in red zone targets, and he was fifth in – and then another thing is, you know, not, not only the red zone, he likes to target him deep, deep as well. He was fifth in deep targets amongst tight ends. And so, and, you know, Dawson Knox, he wasn't overly productive in college, but he, he's, he's pretty athletic and ran a 4-5, and he can get down the field in the blur. So, he, he has a lot of upside, a lot of potential, and I, I, I like pieces – you know, one of the one of the general rules of thumb in yep. fantasy football, you want pieces of good offenses, especially yep. the starting tight end who's who scored damn near ten touchdowns last year and who has a, a solid rapport with the back with the 
with the reigning and defending uh, quarterback one in fantasy. So uh, I, I like I like Dawson Knox's outlook a lot more than others who may who, who may believe that his touchdowns will regress. But I don't, I, I'm not entirely sure about that. Um, the more and more I, I, I look into things. Yeah. All right. And then my tier four has it starts from tight end nine and goes all the way to 18. This is the range where, I mean, nothing really separates any of these guys. It's just a matter of touchdowns, honestly. Uh, so you got Zach Ertz, Dawson Knox, Irv Smith, Pat Firemuth, Cole Komet, Albert O, David Njoku, Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby, and and Gerald Everett. I mean, I, I know we're hold, holding out for hope for Cole Komet in terms of getting a lot of volume just because there's not really anybody else trusted there. And we saw him get 90 targets last year with no touchdowns. So yeah, I, I, I think you can project that he might reach over 100. I mean, that would be great for, for a tight end and somebody that, I mean, tight end 13, that's pretty cheap. You can get him late in your drafts for somebody that could potentially get over 100 targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so – um, and then for me, uh, the other person I want to talk about is Irv Smith. Again, we talked about this potential of this offense and Irv Smith being one of these targets. I know he's been hurt because of that thumb, but I'm holding out hope. This is a tight end that I've been been targeting in, in my underdraft underdraft uh, drafts because he's cheap. He's a cheap stack. So I think if you're looking to wait late in tight end for a tight end, then you know you can you can wait to get like a Irv Smith or a Cole Komet or a, David Joku or or even a Jared Everett. So, yeah, yeah. All those names that you mentioned are all on my tier four. Tight my tight end eleven <laughs> through tight end through tight end sixteen because these are just guys that 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 are oozing with potential. But you you just you're not going to draft them early, right? So yeah. you know, Gerald Everett is one that kind of stands out. Is you know he's in that Chargers offense now with Justin Herbert. A lot of pass volume on the way. More much more athletic than the guy that they had last year, Gerald uh, uh, Jared Cook. Yeah, better, better, better athletically than every in every way. Can catch the ball, um, can run after the catch, and so there's going to be a lot of uh, opportunity for Gerald Everett in that Chargers offense. And then David Njoku, you know, he's this is we we this is the year we want him to break out. And Jacoby Brissett likes to throw to the tight end quite a bit, and he's going to have a lot of a lot of opportunity. He seems to be like he he seems to be an every down player because in preseason when whenever the starters played, he was in on all those snaps. And so that that bodes well for him. He's not sharing mm-hmm. snaps with Harrison Bryant. Uh, yep. Harrison Bryant's rotating with a third string tight end, but David Njoku is primarily that guy that's on the field a lot. So a lot of opportunity for him. So those that rounds out my tier four. Yeah, man. And you know that's that ends our our tiers episode. You know, so hopefully y'all, you know, we challenge y'all. Hopefully y'all go out there and you know build your own tiers, your own rankings, and you know. Put put your knowledge to the test against your your league mates in, in these incoming drafts for sure. Um, no, again, this is Fantasy Genes. You can follow me at at Fantasy Genes as G E N E S on Twitter. You can follow Ike just underscore Ike nine. Our official Twitter handle off the line FF. You know, tap into the newsletter that we put out every week. You know, me Ike. You know, Mike Mike and Adam with Forty Chess Ray and and Jay Rich. Uh, you got Eric and Scott. You got Dynasty Barry putting out the ADP. You got you got our uh, analyst guy with JB. Uh, we got Jeff putting out the injury report. So you know we got a lot of information for you to digest, uh, easily digestible. On and it's on, free. You know, yeah, All you and do it's is free. Hit subscribe. Just hit yeah, subscribe. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. One of, one of the best reads you'll get on your Friday morning. I, I can assure you of that. Exactly. So, you know, tap in with us, tap in with Ike. We got a lot of good content coming out. Um, hopefully you'll you'll be following us as we put out certain things, getting ready for the draft season. So, you know, follow us. Ike, you got anything before you get up out of here? Yeah, like Gene said, just uh just you know, just challenge yourselves, make your own tears, um, and then you know, stand and stand and stand in your in your stand with conviction, right? Stand in stand in your takes. You know, uh, don't you know be be confident. Um, if there's a guy that you don't like, don't be forced, don't don't reach for a bad player, right? I mean, you know, draft season is about to kick off like in a in a in a hurry. Uh, you know, this is a good exercise for you guys to just, you know, you know, get your own tears and, and make sure that you, you know, you're doing the education on these players, on their situations, on their outlooks, and you you, you make the best possible decisions on draft day. Um, I I would I would highly recommend not doing mocks, but doing doing drafts on underdog because it kind of gives yeah. you a, a, a real, you know, a real life, you know, a real life example of, you know, what people are thinking, how people are drafting um, that any, any automated mock would do, right. Automated mocks don't really tell you who's going to go where they just, they just basically draft the highest player off of, of, of the highest player uh, available in the queue. They don't, they don't, they don't reach for a guy. They don't go, go after a guy because he may not come back to them at a certain range, especially if they're, Drafting at either the turns, so those so those so those mocks don't really tell don't really paint a, a a great picture for you. So that's why it's good to keep, like to practice by actually doing live drafts. So that's yep, just one for thing money. That, for for money and and for and underdog. I mean, you have all these different all these different ways that you can you know join drafts for like five bucks, very very cheap. Um, yep. Just just draft against people. Um, just 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 draft against random people and just kind of see how how these players are where these players are going and how people are thinking about um, a lot of these players. Yep. But that's that's and, the biggest that's the biggest thing that I have. And within that practice, you know those ADPs are very aggressive. So it yeah. definitely gets you ready for what could potentially happen in your league in your league draft because ten because more times than not your league your league is not drafting as aggressive as as these best ball uh, underdog leagues. So definitely good practice uh, for you to do. Even if you only got $10, like you can find there's $3 best ball leagues. There's $5 best ball leagues. So definitely, definitely is a good way to practice. So on that note, we'll tap into y'all next week. Y'all be safe. Get ready for these drafts. You know, let's, let's, let's get ready to dominate these leagues this season. So y'all be safe. Peace.